Hi, everyone. Welcome to Youth Political Talk. I'm super excited to have Julie Slomsky from um, District 49, located in Erie County, and she is running for PA State Senate. And we're so excited to have her here. Um, she has a long history in, in government, and um, we're going to hear a little bit about what she's going to be doing for the district and, and you know, how we can continue to support her and, and get out the vote. So thank you so much for being here, Julie. Thank you, Ashley. Thank you for having me. Very excited for this opportunity. Appreciate it. Yeah. And so tell us a bit about why you decided to run and sort of the story behind the campaign. So that's a good question. One of my favorite questions. I mean, one thing I'm still struggling with. I mean, I think the first thing that I learned early on was that you got to talk about yourself, you got to brag about yourself. And I, I learned that in Emerge training, uh, how difficult it is. And it's something I'm, I'm still getting used to. But but for mm -hmm. me, it's just an opportunity to really uh, use my, my education. I, I consider my seven years in state government and education on how state government works. And I want to use it uh, actually with, with a megaphone now to have that opportunity. I mean, I think of something my campaign manager teases me about all the time because she says I overuse it too much. But I had a couple of friends about a year ago said, Julie, it's, it's Thanksgiving dinner. And you've been at that little kid's table for far too long. Take the plunge. Go take it, take that seat at the big kids table. You know, you, you, you've earned it. I said, okay, so this is my way of, of taking that, you know, taking the plunge and jumping into it. And, and I, I think there's just a real opportunity where I feel we're underserved here in, in, in the state Senate seat. And we need someone that understands, you know, how state government works and can truly be that champion, that voice for the region. And, and that's just something that I kept thinking, you know, let, let's see how this goes. But I keep hearing it every single day. You know, whether it's conversations, text messages, uh, you know, when I'm doing my phone banking, you know, you know, just just there. But I mean, it's just the average. You know, it can be walking down the street and have that conversation as we're out hitting doors, or you know, on our phone banking, and people keep saying that, and, and it's inspiring, really, that so many folks are so excited about this this race and this opportunity, uh, and of course, being you know one of the key seats to have that opportunity to flip the state senate. So that to me was just something that was like, you know what. Now's the time. I mean, you know, ask me when I was in high school, would I do this? No. When I was in college? No. Didn't even think about it. I mean, truly, until about a year ago, saying, you know what, this is this is the right time. So here I am jumping in. And, and as a first time candidate, it's been uh, exciting. It's been scary. It's been everything you could think of. But I really enjoyed meeting so many, you know, wonderful people along the way. Oh, that's amazing. And one of the things too that's really exciting is um, your platform and um, some of the the policies and things that you're fighting for. So, do you want to tell us a few uh, a few of those things that you uh, that you plan to do once you get elected? Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, you know, th this minimum wage battle that that we've been having, I think, is just frustrating. I think of uh, us here in Erie being so close to New York and Ohio, and obviously their minimum wage is is, is higher than ours, and, and we need to you know join that fight and really push it over the finish line. I mean, every week when I'm either out at socially distant doors or, or on the phones talking to somebody that says, you know, I make minimum wage or, or my, my child does, you know, my son's struggling to find jobs and he's working two to three jobs and barely making ends meet. Uh, single parents keep talking about that and, and it needs it needs to end. I mean, you know, saying I would love to have a better job, but I don't have a vehicle uh, and it's going to cost too much, you know, or, or 45 minutes on the bus to be to leave my home area and I have my children there or a sick family member there. You think about that. It's, it's you know, raise the damn wage. I mean, that, that needs to be a priority. That's something I, I can't wait uh, to hopefully, you know, get to Harrisburg and lock arms and do that. I mean, I think about this pandemic and I think about health uh, and, and insurance from that perspective. I mean, 
I mean, federal level needs to really focus on the Affordable Care Act and protecting it. But on the state level, we need to you know, do the same. I mean, pre-existing conditions. I, I think about legislators just, you know, don't worry about that. No, no, no. I mean, COVID can be a pre-existing condition. And I think of folks, again, every single day that I talk to that panic about that as well, saying, I, I'm, I'm nervous what's going to happen. I mean, I mean, we can't afford, I mean, what are we going to do? You know, I've had this condition, that condition, whatever it is. But again, even going back to COVID being pre-existing condition, protect those pre-existing conditions, protect our health care. We need it. Uh, education, of course, so huge uh, from our early learners on the pre-K side to those that are maybe switching careers, uh, you know, uh, um, you know, at the higher education level need to, you know, keep restoring those cuts that were made during the Corbett administration and protect our education, securing those dollars. I spoke with a gentleman a little bit ago and he said, I, I'm worried about zip codes, not, you know, children in certain zip codes are not, you know, they're, they're forgotten. I said, you're right. They're, you're absolutely right. I said, and that's one thing I, you know, was a huge priority for me. Uh, spending time in the Erie School District, uh, you know, when I did work for, for the Wolf administration and seeing kids that, that had these, you know, copies of books from many years ago. I, I, I laughed because it's, you know, one book, one teacher said, this is from 1985. <laughs> I wasn't even born in 1985. When I said that, you know, it resonated with me. I'm like, well, I was, but the, the teacher wasn't. <laughs> but, but just to think, it's like, how do you, how do you relate to that? Um, you know, one thing for me too is, is, you know, of course, protecting the environment. I mean, we, we need a, a livable wage and a livable planet. And how do we do that? I, I mean, we, we need to find ways just to work together. And how do we, you know, help our, our community as a whole? Because to me, you know, your friends and neighbors are, are, are your family too. And I think we've suffered too much during this pandemic uh, as, as a nation. I mean, as a commonwealth. And, and we just got to find ways to help each other. And, and those are priorities of mine that I think will truly do that. I mean, I can go on and on and on. I don't want to take all your time, Ashley. But, you know, I mean, for economic development, there, there's just so many opportunities that we have. And, and, and one thing... You know, that was, you know, really focused on, you know, lately having conversations about community benefit agreements, you know, so here, you know, tying it to state funding, to all state funding. So when we're making those investments in certain areas of the community, that, that the community as a whole is winning, you know, and, and, and being part of those conversations and, and, you know, receiving the benefits as well. So that's something that, you know, a lot of folks bring my attention lately. And yes, I'm going to make that a priority. So there, there's a lot of work to be done, but as I keep saying, you know, to my team and everyone's, you know, reminding me, we're, we're still, we're still not there yet, and, and that's why I'm having these conversations, you know, again at doors, uh, on Zoom, uh, or on the phone to to really connect with with voters because I want, you know, voters to be my boss, and I want to, you know, be held like people say, we're going to hold you accountable. Please do that. That that's you know, I'm only you know. I, I'm only as strong as, as every member of, of this community. And people say, you know, what if somebody doesn't vote for you? Will you represent them? Of course. I mean, I think of what Vice President Biden said when he was in Erie. I'm going to work as hard for the person that didn't vote for me for the one that did. We need voices and leaders. And, and that's what matters most. Government, you, you, you need to be a public servant. You don't need to be a politician. I, I hate the word people say to me, are you excited to become a politician? I'm like, no, I, I, I can't. <laughs> Is it what do you mean? It's like I can't be. I, I said it's, you know, public service is, is more important, and that's you know the way I, I was you know raised to be, is especially you know in, in this challenging world. And, and you have to be, you know, serve the public, serve your constituents, be that voice. So I apologize for my soapbox. We got me all excited. <laughs> yeah, that, that's so wonderful. And I think two important things that you mentioned there as well is the idea of education and the environment. And that really matters a lot to young voters. Sure. And, you know, when you're thinking about young people in your district, 
Um, do you think that uh, what's happening right now, are they engaged? Or, you know, what are some of the things that are happening with young people in your district right now? I mean, what's the state, I guess, of young people in the region? Right, right. It's, it's another great question. I, I've talked to even some folks. It was kind of cool over the weekend. We had the um, you know bus tour coming in with Dr. Ahmad and the, the attorney general himself. And I had you know a couple of uh, young folks come to me and said, I'm not registered to vote yet, but I've been making calls for you. And that just blew me back because I'm like, really? They said, because uh, one, one group said, um, one, two individuals said, we're paired up with the HRC. And we, and we thought, you know what, how can we help someone that sounds like they're a vo voice for us? So I, I love hearing that. I, I love hearing from, from um, folks, you know, just of all different age groups, uh, people just say, I just became a voter. I just registered to vote. Or, hey, I'm 25 years old and I haven't voted yet, but you've inspired me to, to vote. So it's like, okay, so, so we're, we're getting there and, and we're taking a different approach. Uh, a lot of uh, social media, which I was never really active on uh, before <laughs> I ran for office. It wasn't wasn't my thing, I hate to say it. Uh, had Facebook, but hardly used it. So taking that approach to social media, doing a lot of texting and, and reaching out through a lot of our friends that are either in college or recently graduated, or even high school students that are saying, hey, I have this, this group of friends to connect you with. And it's kind of organic how it's really grown uh, and evolved. But but you know, to me, some folks will say, you know what? Um, I get 23 years old, never voted but I want to get involved. What do I do? So I said, okay, let's start talking to your friends, uh, whether it's text or social media or making phone calls, let's take those steps. And, and, and that's been helpful. But I feel that some folks, you know, again, younger, younger voters, as, as people are saying, refer to me as a younger voter. Okay. I, I consider myself young. I mean, I'm 43 now and, and uh, you know, people laugh and say, no, no, you're not. I'm like, okay, fine. <laughs> but, but it's just, don't forget about us. You know, give me a reason to turn out the, you know, and, and vote. How do we do that? I mean, you know, and, and like you said, whether it's, you know, the environment or, or education, you know, finding these ways to, to connect and make sure our voices are heard. And, and I think we're doing better here. Uh, you know, we like, we're lucky to have, I mean, you know, different, you know, universities and, and, and uh, here locally, but also students that have said, you know what, it's, you know, went to school in, in August and I'm now back home because of the pandemic and a lot of students getting involved from that perspective. And I really admire and respect that. And a few that have connected with us on social media uh, that have said, you know, I got my mail-in ballot. I'm, you know, over here in this part of the state or, or this part of the country. And that's been pretty cool as well. So I think it's just realizing that we're, no matter what your age is, we're all in this together and, you know, finding ways to be able to connect and, and move forward. And it's been inspiring to me, really. It's amazing. And, uh, you know, it is, you know, having younger people just talk, talk to people, talk to their friends, having those conversations, since I don't think, you know, we're, we're given a lot of those, those opportunities, be it in school or whatever, to actually talk about right. uh, local policy. So when you are elected, um, how do you think that you're going to engage young people in your office? Would it be through internships, um, mm -hmm. committees, or what are some of your thoughts on that? I, it, exactly. I mean, I love the idea. Internships, I think, are the best way to to learn. Uh, I think about my days in the private sector. That was one thing that we were, you know, huge on when I worked at, at Logistic Flexible, still working there, and focusing on just, you know, giving folks, you know, um, I mean, an opportunity to just taste, you know, to get a taste or, or you know, just dabble, you know, put your finger in, in the, if people say, just put a little pinky toe in the water, just mm -hmm. to get an idea, because we can talk about it all we want, but to experience it firsthand is important. Um, I, I've been asked, you know, what about like town halls? Of course. 
Uh, what about you know holding regular meetings with whether it's you know young voters on the on the collegiate level or or you know on the um, you know high school level? Sure, absolutely. I mean, it's all about engaging because I need to be you know you know if I'm so lucky to get there, held accountable, but most importantly, understand. No one understands like people say as young as youth. Uh, no one understands our issues better than us. Absolutely. I mean, I mean, I think of just different organizations we have here. We have a um, civic leadership group. We have these, you know, youth groups that are out there that are really, you know, just wanting to get involved. And, and let's listen and learn what issues are important. What are your concerns? But I, I think it's just an active, um, you know, open door policy, you know, you know, whether it's face to face meetings or holding these zoom meetings and just, you know, listening and learning from, from both sides. But I think internships are a great way to see how government works and really get a, a taste of, of the overall dynamics of it. Cause there is that, that sexy side as everybody says, but there's the side as well, where it's like, you know, it, Got, you still got to focus on every aspect of it. And I, I talk about the oof side because people are like, I didn't realize that government, you get as many calls or emails or people that are upset. Yes. I mean, you do and, and you talk through it and have those conversations via email or even in person. But again, I mean, we're, we're you know, together as, as one district, as one community, and have to find ways to, to work together. So I, I would be, you know, again, open door policy of let's have those conversations and be a part of as many events as possible, virtually or even in person. But that is the key that I was brought to my attention early on in my career. And something I would carry with me is especially engaging our, our younger voters, engaging our future voters too, and having those conversations. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And, you know, today's the, the last day to, to register to vote um, in Pennsylvania. And when you have young people who are already registered to vote, and maybe it's their first time voting, maybe they've already voted, but they're not necessarily excited about what's happening on the national level. So they're looking to local level to get to get excited. What are some final things you would like to say to them um, before Election Day? Ooh, I mean, your, your vote really is your voice. And people say, ah, you know, it doesn't count. Oh, it sure does. I mean, this race here is going to be a very close race. And, and I, you know, worry about that. They'll say, ah, don't worry, you'll be fine. No, 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 no. Every vote, every, every vote, vote, I can't talk that. Every vote is a true voice. It's like, you know, there, this is your way to do it. And, and you know, I, sure, when I was younger, you know, did, but did I say, well, how does this work? And, and then once I learned about it, it's like, wow. You know, this is your chance to, to talk to friends too. I mean, if every person talked to five friends, 10 friends, it, it makes a huge difference. And this is your chance to say, you know what, this candidate, um, you know, make, makes me feel like I can relate and, and there's something we agree on. So it's like, okay, you are my candidate of choice because you're going to be my voice. And, and this is a, a great opportunity, really. And, and I think it's exciting because now, if you, you're stuck, you know, um, you know, in school or wherever you're at, you can still vote by mail. I mean, the, the, I mean, the, the no excuse absentee is still there. It's, it's an opportunity that you know we had in the primary to use again, and you know, or you know, going to the polls itself. But I just think it's a real just opportunity to say, you know what? I had a guy say to me earlier today, and it really hit me. You know, he said, you know, we may not agree on everything, but you agree with me more than I thought you would. And uh, I'm going to vote for you. I said, well, I appreciate that. Said, this is my first time voting. So I wanted to get to know the candidate and you answer my questions and that helps. So I think being the last day, if you know, for those that aren't able to register to vote yet, that aren't at that age, encouraging friends that are say, Hey, be my voice. I had a young man that um, hit doors with me and making calls uh, you know, on our behalf. And he's saying, I'm not old enough to vote yet. 
So I'm asking you to be my vote and you know elect these Democrats up and down the ticket. And that warms your heart when you hear stuff like that, mm -hmm. you know? I love that. Yeah, that's that's incredible. And I think when we when we frame it in that way about being being, you know, my my voice and my oh, vote, yeah. um, you know, that can really that can really inspire people. Um, you're, you're amazing. And, you know, we're so many and people are, are rooting for you. So if there's, you know, ways that people can get involved, should they go to your website? That'd be great website or connect with us. So we're on Twitter and Facebook and Julie Slomsky for state Senate. I think it's at Julie Slomsky as well. Um, one thing too is new for us is we're going to be joining up with Blue Squad and do this texting program so that it's not just a regular text. It's um, folks texting their friends, you know, here in the district. And I think it's pretty cool. I, I applaud my team for coming up with this idea and, and it's something we're going to just, we're going to implement here in these final weeks. And just as that, you know, one additional step. So to reach out to us, is it through the website? julieslomsky.com or on Facebook or on Twitter or or connect on the app on Blue Squad and we're right on there and be happy to have you join the crew for those that are here in the district and and Ashley I appreciate this opportunity you got me on my soapbox a couple times so sorry I no. <laughs> you know getting a little too excited but I, I really appreciate this this is to me especially during this pandemic the best way to connect and have these conversations you know because it feels like it is a one one-on-one you know almost conversation and you know for folks to say hey I was hearing what you said and I have some feedback great Let, let's continue the conversation happy to do so this is wonderful thank you I mean so much for for taking the time it, it's an honor to to have you here and um you know whatever whatever we can do and um you know everyone make sure that you uh you look at this race and um get involved Thank you, Ashley. Thank you so much. And I hope everybody stays safe out there and feel free to reach out any questions.